Digimon Tamers, colon, Runaway Locomon, released October 2nd, 2005. We return to the fabulous world of Digimon. I'm Delavento. I'm Nick Nundahl, reluctantly. <laughs> and this is Attract Mode. Reluctantly, Nick Nundahl. That's right. That's my whole life. <laughs> that you know, you'd rather be someone else. Yeah, often, but but particularly today when I've agreed to do this podcast on on what is essentially just the final episode of a long running TV series I've never seen, but not a finale episode, just a like extended universe continuation that provides no context and no added value <laughs> to the series I've not watched. What are you talking about? We we learn about uh, what's that character's name? Uh, we learn about Rika's uh traumatic past. She has yeah. like a dream sequence with like a father that we'll do never not, learn any more about. So do not ask me what's that character's name again on this episode and expect an answer. Uh-huh. <laughs> is... I can't do like a Pokemon interstitial style. Like who's that Digimon? Uh, like, yeah, ah. like uh, the Bunny Horn. <laughs> Bunny Horn would be a better name for any of these Digimon. Right, I, literally I, could apply to most of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still, I still hate that they end in Mon. I think that's so yeah stupid. It, it's a, it's a weird like every single one of them has to end in Mon. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to workshop, and I'm just going to give you the bits and pieces of this joke that is not finished. But okay, like, okay, great, thank yeah, you. Yeah, because that's what audiences love. Um, I was trying to work at shop like when is J.K. Simon going to appear? in in one of these okay. and then okay. i was like that's well that didn't that didn't work so yeah, i gave sure, up on it sure. and now you just yeah. get the scraps <laughs> <laughs> and he wants he wants what does he want he wants pictures of spider-mon yeah well you pulled it together <laughs> you did something with it yeah. it wasn't great but it was complete and that's better <laughs> uh in my research i found that there's a digimon called doberman and it's <laughs> yeah. literally it's literally just a doberman yeah i mean i guess you gotta take you know the low-hanging fruit when you can get it if you're making up seven thousand digimon names so there's there's a couple couple things going into this one so digimon tamers completely separate continuity from all those other digimon so and I, I didn't look into it at all so i don't know how much you have but is it a continuity that is separate like a universe that is separate or is it like 20 years have passed and these kids have no relation to the other kids I want to say it's a completely separate universe because some okay. of the Digimon that were in the other series we watched are in this and mm. they don't really seem to so like their personalities carried over and some of the Digimon are like like remixes on the previous Digimon for sure that yeah so there's like a, a Gilmon Guilmon Gu- uh, yeah who's like a bipedal dinosaur that's basically just agumon but it's not agumon and and the kid he's with has goggles and it's like (laughs) yeah come on like (laughs) have some creativity like do something new 
<laughs> I can't wait for the Pokemon series where you know we get like Pika Blue as the <laughs> the new like main Pokemon. Oh, you mean it, Meryl? Uh, I don't know. Is it <laughs> Meryl was Did originally they do that? rumored as Pika Blue? Yes. Oh, uh, like okay. Before Gen two. Gotcha. Uh, but we don't need to go into my useless uh, Pokemon knowledge. But yes, there's there's a lot of similarities to this in the other Digimon series, but completely different. Um, kind of like Bioshock, there's always a man in a lighthouse. In Digimon, there's always a kid with goggles and his bipedal, annoying dinosaur creature. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and then the other snafu here is that because way back when when I decided to use the American release dates for all of these, (laughs) uh, we discovered, or you discovered, Nick, uh, during our watching, that this is actually the second movie in the Digimon Tamers uh, continuity. Right. And that at first I thought, oh shit, I didn't add the first one that's called like Battle of Adventurers or something. I didn't add that to the list. Turns out I did, but its American release date is after this one. So it's like three or four episodes later in our in our podcast. I, I both expect that it doesn't matter. Like, you know, that like these no. two stories are so independent that it doesn't matter. But also, like, how do you mess that up as a company? Like somebody must have just not cared they were just like we just need to get it to america we don't yeah. care if they understand or if the story's in order or whatever we just need to get it over there i mean i was reading for the other one the other one was like this was a theatrical release in japan and then in america they licensed it to disney for like their jet x like channel which is like hmm. their third strong disney channel interesting because disney has like 10 like channels and extended gable or something um so yeah so if you're you know a hardcore digimon fan you're like what the fuck they're messing up they're doing this one first what are they doing it's like yeah we sure did (laughs) yep my bad um there's not a lot here to this movie (laughs) no it's very difficult for me and we've had this argument on and off the podcast multiple times it's very difficult for me to call this a movie it calls itself a movie, but I don't think everything should be able to define itself on its own terms. <laughs> uh, people should. Fiction, not necessarily. Um, <laughs> media, not necessarily. Uh, I I am... This is not a movie. This is a TV show episode just on its own. A special and presentation. Yeah, yeah. It, it is a special. It is a standalone special that doesn't stand alone <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't, it's just another episode yeah and it's just like it's very light and it doesn't expect you to know too much about the series going in but it does set up some stuff where it's like okay i guess if i were to care to watch more of this i could yeah. maybe learn some more stuff but i don't give a shit yeah. um but yeah, so let's let's kind of do like a basic kind of setup here. So similar to the Digidestined in the regular Digimon films, there's a there's a group of kids and they all have Digimon. How they acquire these Digimon, unclear. Uh, I don't know if it's similar where like these these are special kids and they're the only ones that can get Digimon, or like yeah. maybe they're like Pokemon now and they can acquire them. Um, but the these kids exist. Um, mm-hmm. There's a bunch of them. We don't need to be exhaustive. I think there's three of them that are relatively important because I think they are kind of highlighted as 
the main three yeah in for sure the show and those are Takato, who is the kid with glasses knockoff this mm-hmm. go around uh you knock off of davis and ty yeah you got to have your forehead goggles. That's what those yeah. are for. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, you know, they, they grow out of your skin. You, you, <laughs> yeah. <and you're, laughs> yeah. You have when you're born. Uh, there's Henry, who's just like so generic. I can't even tell you anything about him. He's just like right. run of the will, run of the mill dude. Um, At least in this half hour of what we saw, he doesn't right. get yeah, any development. Yeah. He's not like the nerdy one or anything. That's a, that's a secondary character. He's just like another, another mm-hmm protagonist uh uh copy yeah um and then there is rika who is the girl and she's a take no kind of attitude kind of girl and she's got things to say yeah and then they all have digimon so takato has gilmon who is like the agumon knockoff bipedal like t-rex dinosaur thing henry has terriermon who we've seen before it's like the big floppy eared bunny thing that digivolves into that thing with two gatling guns for for arms (laughs) is it is it the same well we're talking about a different universe of course but like i know we had other bunny things but i don't think it was called terriermon in the previous series was it um this exact looking thing is called terriermon in the other one it is okay all right yeah okay yeah there's also a identical one that's like a palette swap that's also in this mm-hmm. called lopmon and it's mm-hmm. like a brown and pink version as opposed to like green and lighter green and that didn't help that was confusing right um and then rika has renamon which is like a bipedal mystical fox. Yes, absolutely that. Yeah. That's like psychic and can like turn invisible and shit. And that Pokemon, uh, that Pokemon, that Digimon's just weird because it's like a full on adult. Yeah, that was something I wanted to talk about. Like specifically, all of them are so childish, even though these things potentially live like as eternal children right and then they did evolve and become more like they, they yeah. usually get deeper voices and usually get like more serious and, and presumably there's an intelligence change that happens when they did evolve but this one is is always just another person like this is a, a an adult mindset creature mm-hmm. hanging out with a bunch of children is it are, are digimon when they're in their less digivolved forms, are they incapable of learning or does this one prove that they are capable and the others are just being infantilized too much? (laughs) Yeah. I think the other ones are just idiots. I think is the the conclusion I've came to is that they're just like, and this one's like you fucking idiots. Like, Um, but yeah, it's just weird because it's like very articulate and then it just has this like kind of like sleek and like standoffish character and then can turn invisible and teleport and just mm-hmm. do all these wild things. It's like someone's OC that went way overboard. Yeah. Like, and yeah. they can teleport and they can like and they are super smart and they're cool and they can like they can do everything. It visually um, wouldn't be in pl- out of place as like a Sonic villain either no no yeah i mean it it's it like has that weird fusion i mean it reminded me of like lucario or like a pokemon yeah, like that's that true. yeah uh, yep, which yep. also has like a human level intelligence and can yeah. speak english i think uh don't know tune in for whatever episode that is where we watch the lucario movie <laughs> uh 
Um, okay, so the basic setup there is so they have all these characters. We start in media res. Rika's on a train platform. She's pissed. Why she's pissed? Because her very thoughtful friends wanted to throw her a surprise birthday. And she's very mad and screaming on the phone at Takato about it. And during all this, she's waiting for the train. Everyone's conveniently waiting for a train at different platforms around Tokyo. And then this giant demonic steam engine <laughs> starts barreling down the tracks uh going i want to run <laughs> i want to keep on running i have so many questions about the voice choices <laughs> like how did they get there that's very accurate by the way hey thanks yeah <laughs> how did they get to that he's kind of a weird little bit elvis little bit johnny cash and in fact yeah. makes a johnny cash reference directly at the end which was really weird um but also like i, I don't know there's this added like it's either a bad johnny cash impression or a bad elvis impression or somebody was like i want to combine those with some other third unknown thing yeah i mean it's definitely evocative of like kind of deep south or yeah, ozarks yeah. almost like a uh like a trucker type right like yeah. kind of salt of the earth kind of feel yeah. to it i may um, just be a country lawyer <laughs> locomotive <laughs> i do declare i may just be a simple demonic train digimon <laughs> yeah. but i know when i want to run i want to run <laughs> um so that's the entire premise of this this film quote unquote. literally uh, yes like it sounds like there should be so much more but it is just a train is is going real fast it's <laughs> on the loose but not only is it real fast nick mm-hmm. it's going so fast that it is opening up a portal to hell yeah, well is it hell it's an interesting it, i love it yeah it's hell yeah all right <laughs> it's what I, it looks I, like they all look <laughs> up in the sky and they're like what's that and it's like a giant rift the dark and it's like dark and red and they're like oh that's a rift to the digital world because right. obviously we need to know what that is and i'm like that just fucking looks like doomsday like if if i were like any sort of superstitious and i saw that i immediately start drinking the kool-aid yeah, I mean it. I'm 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 on board. It it is hell. All of these creatures are demons that have escaped from <laughs> from hell, and they're yeah. just calling them Digimon, and they're corrupting our children. You know, yes, <laughs> yeah, the right satanic panic. <laughs> um, so we learn that kind of through. Uh, stop me if you've heard this before, but this Digimon movie has uh a uh clandestine mm-hmm. uh secretive government agency that is also aware about the digimon uh and we get it cut to a basically like the main transportation hub like wherever their equivalent of like a uh, department of transportation like operates <laughs> the rail lines and they're like this train's going crazy it's going around and now like the electrical grid's going haywire uh <laughs> And like the guy that's running this room turns to the guy that says all that. He goes, are you joking? And he goes, I don't have a sense of humor, sir. Yeah. Yeah. They had fun with that for some reason. I don't know. It was that in the original script. Was that in a a translation and someone just slipped a joke in? I don't know. The writing doesn't fit that like any of the other time in this thing, but it it worked there. No, everything else is super self-serious, but that 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I lost my mind at that because I was not expecting it. I was just <laughs> yeah. expecting like low effort, just techno babble, and this guy yeah. just goes, <laughs> I'm going to shut this down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, they learn about the digital zone that this secret agent comes in and says, I'm taking over this operation. Like, I'm in charge now. And he's not telling them anything. And we're seeing like people in like, where like fucking minority report shit like wearing like visors that are covering their eyes and giant <laughs> floating chairs with holographic screams all around them like talking to this agent about like what the status is and i'm sure that's all important to the the greater uh uh storyline or continuity of of the stuff right but, um yeah they just this 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 film again quote unquote is just a series of attempts to stop the train right yeah and it it's not even like they don't even like try a lot like because basically so uh, locomon going in circles because he's on like a big loop track around the city him going in circles is what's generating the giant digital rift yeah and that itself reality yes and that is destabilizing the real world and so they need to stop him and so the secret agency's plan independent of the kids even though the kids have the powerful walk and talking monsters uh their plan is to create a train track to divert locomon and basically shoot him like a bullet back into the digital world I mean, I don't think that's a bad plan. It seems almost like what he wants. No, it's not. It, it, yeah, it seems plan is solid. The problem is they are not communicating that to these fucking vigilante children. Right. And they're just then, watching them and talking about them on cameras. They're like, yeah, huh, the, the, this kid is doing this thing. Maybe somebody should fucking get involved. Be an adult. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Stop being hands off. Be a helicopter parent for once. <laughs> um I mean, okay. <laughs> there is a difference between worrying about a kid on a playground and worrying about a kid on a sentient runaway train. <laughs> uh, same level of risk. I don't know what you're saying. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, so they're like doing all this stuff to prepare for their plan. And meanwhile, all these kids are like fucking up and getting themselves in trouble. So Takato at, at one point um, gets his uh digimon to digivolve into like a bigger dinosaur that like momentarily stops the train uh did you happen to catch the name of the digivolved dinosaur no no it's called growlmon okay all right <laughs> terrible yeah, why not yeah i mean yeah. most of these names are awful um but, so he momentarily stops the train and I, I also struggle in general i i did get one name that stuck out to me at one point which we'll talk about but Okay. Most of the names I struggle with uh, because it's just like they're going to just change into this form temporarily and then change into something more powerful yeah. later. Like yeah. it feels so labored to me to look at the format of what Digimon is, which is eventually some big thing will happen that changes the landscape of the entire scene. But until then, we have to repeatedly play these canned animations I don't get it. And if someone likes Digimon and is hearing me say this and it is upset with that, I'm sorry. 
but I hate that. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't I'm understand. I don't think you should yeah. like this. I think this is bad. I think <laughs> oh, this is <laughs> the inferior Pokemon. I think if you chose this one as your childhood Mon series, you yeah. chose wrong. I, I don't know if people chose in a lot of cases. I think a lot of cases it's like what you're exposed to, right? And and if you, if you resonate with this, I don't have any problem with you resonating with this. I just don't understand what it is people like about it based on the very limited exposure I've had, but specifically this one in particular was terrible. This one is just a constantly like, try a thing. Did you evolve again? Try a thing. Did you evolve again? Try a mm-hmm. thing. Did you evolve again? Try a thing. Here comes a big game changer. Now it's over. That's literally what the end sequence is. Is just like a series of deus ex machinas stacked on top of each other. Yes. And it's like, okay, I guess th- this didn't work. So they're going to digivolve again. Oh, all right. That one didn't work. So they're going to do it again. Yeah. Which has played and, out before in the other yeah, ones. We've it, seen. Exactly, it's the whole format of the series, and yeah. I, I mean, some of the movies did better with character development and things like that to keep me hooked a little bit. But this one in particular was just the most basic level of it, and it feels exclusively like a way to get more, honestly, what I think is generally pretty bad art on screen, so that you can sell more cards, more toys, more whatever. Like it has nothing to do with being story driven or better you know development of these creatures it is just now there's another version we can put on a card mm-hmm. yeah um but i will say that when they digivolve in this it is well the later digivolutions that happen <laughs> there are, is are, some <laughs> significant difference to how digivolving <laughs> yeah. happens but but the when the digimon is digivolving by itself um there is a little bit of like body horror in it because instead of mm. them like going inside of an egg and the egg just glowing or whatever and you have like canned just like simple 3D animations their like skin flays off like paper like it's like <laughs> being ignited and then they have like a mesh 3D model oh, underneath god I'm being disintegrated <laughs> that's what it looked like yeah. he's like standing there in this like fucking green screen and then it's just <sighs> as it, all of his skin comes off and then he yeah. turns into the next form um well you want to talk body horror we've got some real body horror in this yeah, one yeah um so manages to stop the train temporarily uh, takato boards it um he's basically doing nothing there's also passenger cars attached to this digimon mm-hmm. are the passenger cars part of him or attached part of the digimon i don't know they i i'm gonna guess no because okay. they do like destroy parts of the passenger yeah. cars at points he's, and he's not screaming in pain about it yeah you know oh lordy <laughs> you <ripped> my back <laughs> my, apart my, <laughs> like, my oh my that's gonna hurt in the morning <laughs> yeah we don't get any of that so so i'm guessing not but who could say sure yeah it's i mean i my brain immediately goes into like the way to overdeveloped logistics of like yeah, okay yeah, yeah, if they're yeah. not part of him does that mean he like went into a rail yard he like backed up into like yes. a couple of passenger cars hooked that onto is them absolutely then, what it means yeah um so takato gets on he's not able to do anything because he's a stupid little kid uh rika gets to another station manages to jump on board uh with the help of um her digimon rika has like a death wish because she just jumps off a bridge to try to mm-hmm. land on this runaway train but she uh jumps a little too short and she's just going to completely miss the train and fall like three stories and so her fucking 
you know, big sister Digimon has to like teleport, grab her, and then teleport onto the train. Um, so they're there now. They're having arguments because Rika's still mad about the fucking surprise birthday party. What an asshole, honestly. Like all <laughs> your friends wanted to throw you a surprise birthday party and you're pissed off about it. So also that, the timing just feels really yeah. weird to have this. Come, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're on this runaway train. We might die soon but i gotta i gotta give it to you about this about this this birthday surprise um so they attempt things i think at one point rika literally like picks up a giant wrench that's in the engine room of locomon and tries to just i guess destroy the machinery to get it to stop running and then we see it open up its furnace and then there's like a cut to black. Right. Uh, which I think mm-hmm. was like a commercial break or something. And then yeah, we get a yeah. cut back into the first passenger car and Takato and uh, Rika's Digimon are talking and they're doing this cut of um, Rika, like walking back into the, the, the car, but it's like from like waist down they're, they're like, purposely concealing her face and for the briefest of moments i thought they were going to like pan the camera up and she was just going to have like third degree burns or something like her entire face was going to be like <laughs> gus fring in, in breaking bad just yeah, yeah like just, cavity for her eye socket yeah right right um but no she's fine uh yeah. she's just possessed now by seemingly locomon um and starts attacking and then she's having like an inner vision where it's like her inner self is having like flashbacks to her dad or something and she's singing and there's a bunch of bunch of fucking character development that does not fit this the tone or the yeah exactly it is it is so strange and like obviously if you're in a continuity where you're watching all these like a tv series it could be meaningful to you but if you're calling it a movie and you're just shoving in unresolved, unexplored trauma and you're just like, here's a thing that's a part of the story, but we're not going to tell you any more about it. It's so uh, it's so out of, of tone with everything else. Yeah, I very, agree. Very tough for us. <laughs> we have it real hard you, you, in this you and, you podcast. In particular. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So, oh, we completely forgot about the Digimodify, Nick. They can Digimodify in this universe, which means they literally have fucking trading cards that they can slide into their Digivices and modify their Digimon's attacks. Yeah, which, neat, like a fun concept. It's... But it's so blatantly product Marketing. placement. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, Absolutely. It, it, it drove me up a wall. Like, they literally yeah. pull a card out and then slide it like a fucking credit card through their Digivice. Yeah. And they're like, Digimodify! And then, like, give their Digimon a fucking water-based attack to try to, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. cool off the, the engine. Yeah. I I guess that's the kind of marketing, at, at least it's, like... It adds something to have like mechanics to these characters now to give them some reason. If if the greater story mechanics mattered, if they didn't just always keep upscaling the digivolving and and keep bringing in new more powerful things, 
then it might feel like, oh, this matters. The problem is, yeah, there's no point to give it the water gun when you can make it become a like angel that can you know cut its way through the planet. Yeah, and uh, you know, if if they really wanted to stop this train, I feel like just start with your best Digimon form. Just don't waste the yeah, time. Just, just yeah. skip a couple steps. Yeah, and and so it is at conflict with the core of the story to even have these modifications if you don't have some sense of like why they're limited or why you can't do the ultimate forms Mm -hmm. yeah i guess to me the the card stuff like is showing the man behind the curtain a bit too much yeah like i can i can accept that like all this is to sell a bunch of like other paraphernalia right like i can understand the toys and games and all that stuff like like okay like you know pokemon obviously like a giant marketing Marketing machine behemoth Mm -hmm. um but just to see the car directly in in the thing it reminds me a lot i read something recently about Yu-Gi-Oh, and apparently Yu-Gi-Oh, the manga started as like a pretty dark like a dark fantasy story where the the card game was very ancillary like it was mostly about like these characters like you know, you know the the card game was a medium through like these these adventures that they would go on, but the adventures like were about tons of other stuff and interfacing with like the these Egyptian deities and mysticism and stuff like that. And then when they made it an anime, they saw this you know the card game that was in the show, and after like uh, the first couple pilot episodes, they were like, "What if we tilt the show to be more about the card game? Because then we can create a card game." and sell that so you yeah, the card game like yeah exists mostly because they took the basic premise of dual monsters or whatever the manga was called maybe it was called Yu-Gi-Oh, and made it this whole other thing um, right right yeah what's well, like teenage mutant ninja turtles right like they were a comic first they were an indie comic and then at some point they became a cartoon to drive toy sales and you know shifted from being like this very like dark and aggressive comic series where you know characters die all the time to mm-hmm. you know the the party dudes <laughs> who never kill anyone more like sellouts in a half shell yeah but i love ninja turtles anyway <laughs> because my first exposure was the cartoon so i grew up on it and then just kind of explored beyond that uh, but yeah you know I, I think there's a place for that marketing to not be at the cost of art and i think this is <laughs> this is the opposite of that i think we are so far beyond that like yeah yeah even watching a digimon thing at all is already like you've accepted that yes yes There's very absolutely. little art to be here um okay so rika's possessed why is she possessed nick yeah i i i mean well i know we we find out but i i don't remember how we find out that there is this alien <laughs> monstrosity latched onto her back like like a face hugger but for her spine mm-hmm. um and it is it is somehow controlling her because turns out not only is she possessed huh? but so is Lokomon. he doesn't Whoa. really want to gotta run the whole city over and and <laughs> he don't want to open the gateway to hell he want to choo choose his own path in life <laughs> yes um but he uh he is a, uh, has a, a parasimon mm-hmm. to attach to him mm-hmm. which is controlling him uh, much like she is being controlled by it and this gateway threatens to unleash 
a wave of i don't know how many infinite parasimons seemingly yeah which feels a lot like the plot where there was a virus trying to open a Uh, gateway to unleash infinite virus Yeah, yeah like all these things in the digital world just want to spread as much yeah. as possible. You know what we should do? We should fucking go in there with, you know, an army and just, you know, <laughs> wipe them out. Or, yeah, yeah I mean, that's dark. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't see what, what you mean. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess, like. <laughs> We're very good at genocide, Nick. As, absolutely. Like, as, as humans. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know enough about the digital world. <laughs> Glad you see to, my side. <laughs> to to argue this point, but I feel like I want to know more if I'm going to make the decision to eliminate entire life forms. But doesn't the digital world only exist because of our technology, right? Right, like, right. It's, it's so, like, but they are sentient, which is the problem I'm having. Right. Yeah. But what if, what if we just like, you know, took a a step removed and just you know used our cell phones less get yeah. real get <laughs> fucking real okay. you fucking asshole how dare you how dare you get my gun i'm going to the digital world <laughs> you take my iphone pro max from my cold dead hands yeah <laughs> all right so i i don't remember how they discover that she's um one of the possessed. digimon can just see it they're just no, like cool. look and then like it goes from being invisible to visible yeah because uh, it got pointed out yeah okay. fucking thing look at this look at that yeah okay that tracks <laughs> <laughs> i was like what happened what did i miss where they uncovered this yeah and then once they see it then they see the big one too like in the next moment so the big one yeah which yeah, yeah. so they're they're like little shrimp crab things they're not little one of them's pretty big i guess uh one of them back-sized they're like spiders Um, where like the front of the thorax has like a single like a giant mouth and then the back of the thorax has a giant eye yeah and then it can like shoot out like wiggly green tentacles that like grab and latch onto people and presumably start taking them over as well yeah it felt like yeah um so that the rest of this thing that's like that's like the first 20 minutes, maybe maybe 15 minutes, but the rest of it is just what we've already described to you, which is fight, fight, digivolve, fight, fight, digivolve, fight, fight. Oh, yeah. another deus ex machina because someone comes from the digital realm or like a whole bunch of them come from the digital realm. So it is just like an array of light and sounds, and I, I don't know how we could possibly describe that no. except... Cacophonous. Yes, except that we must explain... Uh, did you? Oh, hang on. Uh, I, a bi- bio merge, bi- bio merge, evolving. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> wow, you're really excited about this. I don't know how to <laughs> broach this subject. I except I'll say what I said in our chat, which is I did not anticipate seeing naked boys <laughs> in this Digimon 30 minute uh, film. Um, and they, they. So what's weird is like it starts with with the main character and then like a couple others get it as well at some point but yeah they they fuse with their digimon by by doing a final digivolution that you know combines person and digimon into one <laughs> life form and machine man and data i guess yeah um and when when this happens they 
at first I thought it was like a skin tight jumpsuit, but there's no neckline, no wrist line, anything like that. You just see the 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 boy's mm-hmm. uh, naked body with like Ken doll parts, like just like nothing yeah. there. No, no genitalia. No, 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 no nipples even. Like like yeah. he's just completely smoothed over. I, I think it's supposed to be evocative of like a like a embryo or something. Is the interesting it's like a prenatal type of thing? It's, it's yeah going he's, to he's a not a, formed and he's becoming a new form. Yeah. It's, it's still weird as fuck. Shocking and uncomfortable. Yeah. And then it happens at least two more times. I can't remember uh, with a couple other characters. And 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 all the, like, I don't even know the value of it. Like, what do they gain? Because it just gets to be a bigger form that they can also do on their own. Like, you know, they can do these all these other different forms. There's no rules uh, that are clearly explained on how they do that. Yeah. But now, now you can imagine yourself as a Digimon trainer who gets in the action. You know, you're not just stuck ordering a pet around. You're on the side. You're in there fighting. Yeah, yeah. Suck it, Pokemon. You're not so <laughs> yeah. great after all. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like they fuse to become one single entity. It's like it's kind of like wearing a suit. Yeah, they're like mechs. They're basically in all of the Digimon in this yeah. form look like like Gundams or some sort yeah. of mech or mecha. So you have this. What starts as mostly infantile creature that very quickly accelerates into a full adult persona, older version of itself when it digivolves. And then it says, little boy, take off your clothes and get inside me. (laughs) (laughs) And the kids are like, yeah, and they go for it. And that's Digimon. It's all it's weird it's yeah it's very weird so um, they fight they fight a bunch the portal opens more and more parasimons just start pouring out of this thing like the, by the hundreds there there is no good way to say the word parasimon no no it's, it Par- sounds like parsimon. you're saying <laughs> yeah yeah you're <laughs> getting some parsimons or like yeah. it's a pair of, a, a pair of simians yeah Parasimon, I guess, yeah. is probably the best yes. way to so say it's it. To be Parasimon, and mon. Yeah. So Parasimon, yeah. it's terrible. It's, yeah. I hate these names. So Parasimons um, are all over the place. They get oh, you spilled oh, my. They just, they're all over. Um, they, they get help from. Do you have names of any of the the special? No, I like, I I didn't care to write them down. I don't think they they're... get like Justimon and uh, Gallantmon and some yeah. others. Uh, Gallantmon, show up. I think, is the Takato. Oh, okay, uh, all right. One, um, but all these all these different Gigamon, uh, Gigamon, Digimon, <laughs> Gigamon, Gigadol monsters. Uh, <laughs> uh, they join in the fight, and then um, ultimately, what has to happen because they're creatively bankrupt is that one of these Digimon has a super special attack that he can call upon to open like a pillar from heaven to come down and shed light over everything in sight and yeah. only burn away the things you don't like. Uh-huh. How yeah. convenient. Just How like Christianity. super cool. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so he does that and all of the para the jk simmons are, are burned away <laughs> and and that's that yeah um and, and then we have some like post celebration stuff yeah. that happens there was one Maw. name that i did really like i think it's one of the bunnies i think um 
evolves into Beelzemon, which is clearly like Beelzebub, the fucking yeah. like you know demonic. No. So, <laughs> like, yeah, so that one was like a completely separate Digimon. Uh, was it? I guess I it's just yeah, I couldn't catch on with them. But yeah, he just shows up at some point to help slow the train down. He comes up on his like fucking like hell metal hell bike, and yeah. he has like a double barreled sawed off shotgun. He's like blast him away and tries shooting the yeah. the the wheels <laughs> and, of the train. And there's like a little girl who's like. Like, she's so excited. Like, that's her favorite Digimon. The parents, they're right. They're right to not like the Digimon. The Digimon (laughs) are corrupting our youth. Look at this devil, this devil man. We need to talk to that Monster Energy drink lady and get her on this. (laughs) Have her her start chasing down Digimon. Yeah. You thought you were worried about, you know, Taurine. You thought Taurine was the devil's juice. Look at at this shit. Wait till you meet Beelzemon. Um. (laughs) Yeah, so I, I I enjoyed that one. I I thought that was a fun name, <laughs> just yeah. uh, out of the the host of others that I couldn't track. Um, but after the dust settles, right? They've eliminated Parasimon. Was there any other notable moments in that to talk about? No, it it like it's funny because like even the secret agent doesn't even come back in the play or anything again. Yeah. Um, what we is get- what what was the the Johnny Cash reference that the train did? I didn't oh. catch it. Oh, right. So after they've killed everything, he's like, I still got to run. And then he starts singing some Johnny Cash song. Oh, okay. or, or he just says it. I think it's just, he just says you it. See, like, but it, it is fire or something. Yeah. I, I don't remember what reference it is off the top of my head. Now, I watched this two days ago and have mostly tried to purge it from my soul. Uh-huh. Um, but he, he, he says a line that is a direct lift from a Johnny Cash song, got it, which got it. honestly was at that point the first time I realized he wasn't doing Elvis, but was in fact doing at least a partial Johnny Cash impression because he does a lot of like Elvis's like, oh, oh yeah, like, <laughs> oh. yeah, oh, <laughs> Thank yeah. You very much. Yeah. And uh, so I, I thought for sure it was all Elvis, but a poor Elvis, but instead it's like a hybrid him and that uh that character from Sakura Wars that you liked that was also the Elvis impersonator should hang out. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, so he goes off and he just like races into the digital world as the rift closes and that's like goodbye, I guess. <laughs> like it's what he got what he wanted. Um does he have but, train tracks in the digital world? That's how what I he, was wondering. I bet he, he like puts them in front of himself once he's okay. in the digital world like, like that's kind of Lost and Gromit gif. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I made that up out of nothing. Like, I don't know. I believe you. No, that's, that's yeah. canon now. I don't know if you know how fandom and canon works. In, uh, yeah. I, if I speak it in digital recorded media, it becomes real. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Who's your favorite street shark? The girl yeah, right. Right. Yes. Um, so they, the, the, the final scene, the, you know, denouement after all of this, I guess, is like a little party. But um, at the party, they're doing karaoke. And it seems to be the most insensitive choice they could have possibly made because in my mind, I'm thinking, well, they don't know that what they're doing is shitty because they're just, you know, having fun. But the girl who was compelled by possession to sing had some kind of like vision of her dead father in her possession moment and is now immediately being thrown back into that by the singing and someone like shoves a microphone in her face and is like now you should sing and and she like runs off sad and you hear someone in the like crowd of people talking say 
we told you not to try to make her sing you know she's sensitive right now like they were all fully aware that she had this traumatic experience and they still said let's have let's have a song party let's you know let's you all know do what? karaoke I'm- I'm on Rika's side now. They seem like shitty friends. They are terrible friends. Yes. For like, if, if the, if the series didn't flat out tell us that they knew, right. If it was like, Oh, she's sad and they don't understand why. And then she goes off upset. That would be one thing, but it it's flat out telling us they were aware that singing is going to trigger her bad feelings right now. And they did it anyway because they were selfish. Um, and so our final, scene of the the whole thing i think is um her sitting by herself completely downtrodden and singing that like last bit of the song that she was singing to her dead dad and what a fucking way to end this like children's show adventure it's just like hey remember <laughs> your parents are gonna die <laughs> tune in next week for the and thrilling conclusion is rika's dad actually dead does she actually <laughs> want to sing that song we'll find out on another great episode of digimon trainers <sighs> what a nightmare <laughs> that's triggering me dylan i <laughs> sorry I, do you want to you want to sing it you want to sing it out I, no it's i i have to leave <laughs> i'm sad now <laughs> All singing makes me think of my dead parent. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> my it's my non-specific dead parent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we did it. We did it. Here here's the thing. <laughs> Can we never do it again? <laughs> what, like watch a movie? Uh well, yeah, if that's on the table. <laughs> uh no. Unfortunately, uh, that's I, not. My my feelings are strong that these are not movies. Okay. And if unless unless we we look at a review and find that like one of the other Digimon things to have come out is a proper movie, I don't think these count for attract mode. Okay. All right. I I think we have to do an audit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And figure out what is what is and what go is down not. our list and and really yeah understand it or at least have that chance to go like well maybe we were wrong but you know at least we tried to to narrow it down because this this doesn't feel this feels like an episode of a tv show and it feels very out of place sure. with the rest of our of our uh our our canon i don't know what our what we're calling <laughs> yes, it the grand attract mode canon yeah it's all one video game universe fire it out of a canon I mean, it does say here on the Wikipedia page, Digimon Tamers colon Runaway Locomon is a 2002 Japanese animated adventure short film yeah. based on the Digimon franchise. But it doesn't meet my standards, which oh, is what's so going to be tough. Oh, this is about you. Okay. Yeah, well, absolutely. You should, just, you should just said that from the beginning. A- absolutely. I, I need a short film to have a beginning, middle, and end. And this didn't. This had a middle you know like that's all it was this was all middle this is this is an oreo without the cookie and that's disgusting and i want to vomit tell me you don't want to just eat cream yeah i got you this whole package of oreo cream yeah oops all cream yeah i'm lactose intolerant it's fine there's exactly zero dairy in this yeah we need to subtitle this episode attract mode oops all cream cream (laughs) oh no that's That's the name of the the sub series for these kinds of episodes oops all mid yeah 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 
Well, what's next? What's what's a real movie that we can hope to see someday? Um, so you're telling me you don't want to watch the uh, the other Digimon Tamers movie? I am telling you, there aren't movies. <laughs> they uh, aren't the, movies. The other one is 50 minutes long. Does that meet your uh, qualifications for right. a movie? Let's let's look up reviews and let's think about it off off recording, and we'll think about if that's, that's something worth doing. All right. Well, in the interim, um, I got you something pretty special, Nick. Okay. Um, I know. You know, we've covered this a lot in the past. I know how much you love love Mortal Kombat. Oh God, no! <laughs> so, Is that coming out this fast? As a yes, they're they're oh releasing them annually now. So as a special treat, I got you a new Mortal Kombat Legends animated movie. Oh boy, I can't wait to look at those boxy knuckles. <laughs> um, well, you're gonna get boxed on your knuckles when we watch. Okay. <laughs> Mortal Kombat <laughs> Legends: Colon Snowblind. <laughs> <laughs>